What up, Derek? What is up, my man? What is going on? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You guys are watching Wacky Wednesdays with Derek and Brian. We are live. And we got uh, some special guests. And uh, I've had them on my podcast show every day is a Saturday. Uh, I've really enjoyed having them on. So I'm excited to have them on and have them talk about all the great things that they got going on. But uh, how's your week going, Derek? How's everything going for you, man? Wow. Missed it's you last good, week, bro. Uh, yeah, I know. It's been pretty good. Uh, just got back from doing some uh, training and classes and whatnot. Uh, got back. They made me do more classes and training. I was, I'm trying to be more like my idol, Eric, there. Uh, and getting my CDL and what have you. So I've got that going. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just been kind of living life. You know what I mean? I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be here tonight, especially with our guests. It's a great time. I love talking to them. They're incredible people. It's so cool. I'm just, I'm just excited to be back, man. Yeah, man. And uh, it's like, I feel like that kind of that kid that's like my friend couldn't play, you know, last <laughs> Wednesday. Know, right? Where's my buddy, Derek? I know. Where's my buddy? I miss Brian. That's how I but, was too, man. Man, I'm glad that you're back, though. You know, I mean, freaking work, bro. Yeah, how's your what a damper in life, dude. You know, yeah, how you been? I I can't complain, bro. If I did, you know, no one really gives a you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we get the <laughs> right. We had a little good time last night. You know, it was Halloween, so took the little dude around, and uh, it was kind of weird, man. It was like no one was trick-or-treating kind of but yeah. come to find out they were they just all went to one neighborhood so one neighborhood <laughs> gets bombed and it just kind of leaves us all over here i'm like hey <laughs> opportunists hey son we're gonna about to go get some real good candy here you know he's getting double fisted you know because no one's out there giving candy and so right it's like hey bro it kind of worked out for you dude you know four pounds of candy I think yeah. we, we we weighed the bag. It was like four and a half pounds. I think we were That's out there incredible. for like an hour and a half, two hours. So, you dress up or do anything? Oh yeah, dude. Go I was that. Uh, so you know the the wife's Halloween is pretty much her favorite holiday. Yeah, she could celebrate three hundred sixty five days. She would. Um, so we, I always dress up and I go with whatever she gets me. I was oogie boogie, you oh, know. Heck so yeah. and it's like, bro, here in California, it doesn't get that cold. So. It's like I'm wearing this big old suit. It's a, it, it's awesome, but I'm sweating like a mug, dude. I'm just, I had to take the top off, bro. I was just like, I can't do it. So I'm like, it's like, it looks like I'm carrying a head around. I'm like, I got a new costume. <laughs> I just make it my own, man. You got to own it. You just own it. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, hey, let's not keep our guests waiting too much longer. We got 22 Mohawks. They do a lot for the community um more than just you know one thing so we're, we'll have them come on here talk all about it and uh here's what great things we have dave and stacy from 22 mohawks let's let them in here we go stacy and dave what's going on guys hey gents how are you hey hi how having you a doing? great time hey what's going on stacy all right so hey guys you guys are on here it is your time to shine and tell us all about the 22 Mohawks and uh, what great things you guys are doing for the veteran community. I was uh, pretty excited to hear about you guys talking about that four pound bag of candy. That's what I was saying. I was like, well, I'll be uh, eating two and a half pounds of, the, of that candy or so. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be two and a half pounds heavier is what I'm about to be. Eric's yeah, happy you to see you guys. Do you guys Eric check out a piece of candy, like your kid's candy? 
Um, yeah, oh, mostly, yeah, I mean, you, you know, I mean, I kind of go through it, just make sure the ones that I'm kind of concerned about are like the Tootsie Roll Pops or whatever, those kind of things. But those factory seal ones, I'm all right, you know. I get real concerned about like Tootsie Rolls and Reese's, so I make sure I like taste test them first. Eat them all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before yeah. I give them to anybody. Yeah, you know, we always got to do the taste so test fun. at least, too, while you're, you know, part of looking through it is kind of sorting the things that you want to kind of go to your side you know like dad where's all my reese's peanut butter cups huh what are we talking about they were all contaminated they no you guys they don't want to eat those they were trying to get you covid (laughs) you didn't even know it yeah yeah those are poisons they're poison guys (laughs) (laughs) right who knows you may have a peanut allergy i had to take care of it man yeah did you guys do anything for uh did you guys do anything for halloween yeah, yeah. Stacy and I went to, um, we had a, a friend of ours, Chris Myers. He's the founder of Savage Wonder and Vet Rep Theater. I'm not sure if you guys okay. are familiar with those guys, but uh, he actually came to Boston and um, rented out um, a well known tavern in Boston. And we did um, the House of Usher. It's a, uh, it's a house in Boston that there was a, a, a well known murder at. And we did a play with the House of Usher. And then we just kind of inserted like military, our military stories within it in front of a group um so we, we did that and it was uh it was, it was pretty cool it was an interesting interesting thing but it's uh vet rep theater is all like military veterans who like are book writers poetry writers and actors um so it was a really really cool cool event to be a part of but that's what we did wow, that's awesome yeah, that's legit man i just started watching that the last or the fall of the house usher or whatever on uh, netflix oh yeah we watched yeah. it I, yeah it's so good it is. Is it good? Yeah. It's it's crazy actually for a for like a like a Netflix show. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I have more distaste for cats now than I've ever had. I think, but other than that, you know, it is pretty crazy though the way that they do. We'll have to watch it. Yeah, I it's won't so spoil. good. Yeah, I was I was very surprised. I got told to give it a shot, so I gave it a shot, and then it was like two in the morning, uh, and I had work the next day, and I was like, oh, I should go to bed, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing uh, like watching horror at like two in the morning. You know what I mean? It's like uh, yeah, it's I know. Like, it gets you. It definitely does, man. Uh, you know. Yeah. When I was little, I'd be like, uh, maybe I should turn that hall light on. <laughs> you know, like my parents. Yeah. Like, what is that light on? Yeah, like, <laughs> man, my mom would never let me watch the nightmare like movies or anything like that. But go over to grandma's house. We're Freddy. You know, putting Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> oh on. God, same. All the, you know, Child's Play, all the good movies. Um, <laughs> Freddy was my favorite, man. I loved Freddy. Heck yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I can't remember how long it's been since we last talked, Ryan, but, um, you know, we, uh, we recently moved into, we had a building and um, the lease didn't work out. So we ended up moving to another building. So we have our, uh, we have our 22 Mohawks headquarters now in Sharon, Massachusetts, which is about uh, like two miles from, the Gillette Stadium, where the Patriots play. Okay. It's a really, really nice. good, good location. It's like right off the highway. So high, high speed avenues of approach right to our, our location. Um, and yeah, it's been really good since we, since we got the building, we did our first, uh, we did our grand opening at the beginning of October and we had a, a huge like pumpkin carving event where we like invited the whole community and bought a bunch of pumpkins and stuff. But um, I mean, and Stacey, that, that was a good time. Would you, would you think that was a good time? Yeah, it was. We actually, uh, we had just moved in here and we didn't, 
expect um dave had set the times a little different and i don't do fine fine tuning when i read things so i i put the oh, yeah. event from 10 a.m till 4 p.m but he had done it in two different slots for two hours so that we could eat lunch and have a break and i'm thinking pumpkins like whatever we had to have people like running and buying more pumpkins because we ran out we basically <laughs> the place was packed from oh, literally yeah. 10 a.m until 4 p.m and i was like what the hell's going on I didn't expect so many people and everybody had their kids. It was, it was actually amazing. Yeah. A bunch of those guys came down with their dogs. It was really cool. That is awesome. I, I see you guys doing yoga and stuff now too, yeah. huh? Yeah, that's great. We've actually partnered with this amazing other nonprofit organizations, the Warrior Within Project. And um, this woman, Lauren, she's great. And she basically is just spearheading all these different yoga classes at a ton of different venues. Um, we have a girl, Samantha McChesney, who does, um, she's a firefighter and she has a training facility. Is it 721 performance? I could have just watched it, but um, they're doing one there. They're doing one up at Clear Path. Yeah. So they're, they're just seeking out all these great veteran focused or first responder military um, police organizations and, and planting in there and getting some good um, yoga going. It's great. I seen it was a decent sized class too. Yeah, we, we have a good turnout. We have a good turnout. We're lucky that's, here. That's awesome. Yeah, you doing like a heated like yoga? More people each class. That's, that's We've great, had yeah. people, no, no, no heated yoga. We could probably blast the heat though. in here, though, and get it going. You, you should. Just make it like 100 degrees. Just sit there stretching, get loose, you know, sweat <laughs> everywhere. It'd be great. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they say. I don't know. They keep telling me. I keep no, trying. No, yo try the it. hot yoga is really cool. It's 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 intense though. It's actually a lot. Like I've done one. There's a hot yoga Pilates studio, and I'm I'm pretty, you know, in shape. I love Pilates yoga. I went to it, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so, are you the instructor? Who or do you guys have an instructor for it? Or no? So the the woman who runs it, Dave's she out there. Spearheads her own um, like training course for it, and I don't, I can't remember the exact um, name that she has under it. But basically, she trains her trainers. They're all experienced yoga teachers, and then she trains them in the type of training she wants. You know, um, just to minimize any type of like going around the room and touching people. Some people aren't into that. Some people don't like people coming up behind them, things like that. So she's really set the class up to be all encompassing for anybody who wants to take it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and it like it builds builds relationships like all these people that come in um like really help us out so like one of the one of the people who come to the yoga class is the chief of uh the fire chief of the um the canton police department uh, canton fire department which is uh like right down the street from us and uh he's i actually met with him today we he, he gave me a um one of those dummies those uh, 120 pound dummies that we're going to use oh, yeah. for our litter carry event um and then because of that, we connected with somebody else who's giving us a bunch of litters. So like the community, like involving the community is like such a big deal around here. You know, everybody wants to help out in some way. So it's really cool. Dave, what, tell them about the litter carry event. Yeah. So we're doing, um, we're doing a four mile, um, litter carry event next June. Um, so we're going to have, it'll be 22 teams of three people, two males, one female on each team. And they'll be carrying 25 pounds on their back and they'll be carrying 110 pound dummy for four miles um we're gonna turn it into a, a big fundraiser but um yeah it's uh four miles huh? phase right now yeah four miles yeah so me and the chief we carried the uh the litter today with the 110 pound dummy i think it was i think they call them what do they call them like ivans or something or uh, he called them uh rescue randy is what he <laughs> called them but uh, yeah, we carried that for a little bit and it actually wasn't that bad, but I think four miles is going to be fairly challenging, especially if you have like 25 pounds on your back. Yeah. But um, 
we're gonna have each team essentially raise a grand and uh we're gonna do like a huge like community event where like we bring in all the veteran veteran organizations have them set up a table and and have like a huge party after but the whole like the, it's gonna be called um operation um you know 22 mohawks medevac or something aligns on that so we're like essentially simulating a you know a down pilot situation where you go you scoop up the body put it onto the the, the litter and then uh, and then hustle four miles and then like the winner's going to get like a some type of cool prize but um, we're going to limit it to 22 people and 66 um, athletes so it'll be a pretty cool event for sure ace how's it going ace Crazy. welcome in she is saying hello to all of us. Ace from Bulletproof the, Podcast. Uh, the uh, North Platte Fire Chief will be out your guys' way this month. You should make him do that. Oh, absolutely. I would love to, yeah. Can you connect me with him? Tom? Yeah, I sure can. Awesome. I would love to have him on board, yeah. <laughs> yeah he'll, oh, he'll be yeah, out so there this... in a few weeks or this next week, yeah, this, uh, a couple weeks. That's That sparks up something else, too, that's new for us is uh, come January 1, we're, we're, we've implemented it now, but it's official January 1. We actually are going to um, extend our services to uh, first responders, firefighters, um, and police. So, Incredible. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll give dogs to, vet, uh, dogs to you know, first responders. Um, they can come to our jump. And um, it's going to be, the community took to it really well. Like, everyone's pretty psyched about it. I, I wasn't sure what everyone's thoughts were going to be on that, but um, it's turned out to be a pretty big value add to, to at least the local community. Because I think those, you know, a lot of a lot of firefighters, a lot of police, they are they are veterans themselves, but a lot of them are right. Aren't experience, you know, and um, you know, I think they need it. They need it just as much as some of our vets do. So I thought that was a, a, a you know smart move on our part to help out those guys. Yeah, I definitely Absolutely. think we're starting to realize that more and more as a community, how much the first responders, you know, you could even throw correctional officers in that mix too, you know, because a lot of times oh, sure. people forget about them, yep. EMT, definitely. Uh, police officers, all these guys who see stuff, you know, here in the forefront, especially in our environment today, there's a lot going on. So there, some of them are, you know, and in, in, in some of these guys are getting executed on the street. So, I mean, the the amount of ptsd and stuff like that so it's great to open the doors and and for us to kind of bridge the gap because there's not a lot of just you don't hear a lot of first responder type of uh, nonprofit groups or anything like that you know it seems to be a lot of the veterans kind of open that door up and i love that part and i think a lot of us do realize that a lot of that community is made up of veterans you know there's a large portion of them that probably are veterans as well so yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and, and you know what? You just kind of sparked a thought in my head too. I didn't put. Um, I just kind of, you know, um, everybody all under the first responders term. But uh, now that you said um, correction officers, I need to actually change the uh, the policy on that. So that's actually in there because I don't want them to think that we're not including them, and they're they're a big part of this as well because um, the correctional, you know, correction officers they have a very very high suicide rate. Oh my um, gosh! So yeah, divorce rate, suicide for, rate for flagging that rat. Yep. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I just it, it it sparked up in me because someone else brought it up in another podcast, and I was like, you know, that's crazy. We don't ever really talk about the correction side of things, no. which those dudes are dealing with that. Like, you know, talk about dealing with the worst of the worst day in day out, man. 
Big and time. It, you know, and their hours too. A lot of them are asked to do a lot of double hours. I've, I know a lot of correctional officer, you know, buddies that have worked there. And I mean, a lot of times they're going in pulling 16, 18 hour days, you know, even 20 hour days and then going home and having to go back and pull another, you know, it's just, it's kind of crazy. It really is. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've heard some stories from those guys, like just talking about really good friends who, who died by suicide. Um, and they, they just never saw it coming, you know, correctional officers. So it's tough. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's a number that we don't really mark it out there because, you know, the, the, the veterans got the 22, um, it, you know, yep. it, but I, throughout the first responder number out there, you know, you, you got to wonder uh, what that suicide rate's like, but probably doesn't want to be talked about. That's probably one of those stats that don't want to be shown. Um, but, you know, sometimes you got to get uncomfortable with some things to get things better. Right. You know what I mean? You got to talk about things that are sure. uncomfortable to talk about, to get into a good place. I just learned that kind of recently. Which, that kind of segues me into another, um, another uh, thought here is, is, is the, you know, department of veterans affairs always publishes their suicide, their annual suicide report in September. And um, it's going to be freaking November and there's no report. And um, it, I'm actually kind of angry about it because you know, from 2020 to ne- like in 2022, right? There was what? There was COVID. And yeah. last year's report, so the reports are two years in arrears. So this year's report will be reporting on 2021 because it's, it's two years behind. But right. last year's report said that the suicide numbers were down. It was like 16.8 veterans a day died by suicide, um, which I feel is wrong. I don't feel like I need to look at any data to feel that that's um, correct. Um, but then you think about COVID, you think about the civilian population and just suicide in general has significantly increased. And I've seen it every single day. A name comes across my desk, if not more. And um, I think it, it angers me because why is there such a big delay when every single year you publish it in September? I, I just feel like something is not right with that report being delayed because the Department of Defense, they, they, they published this report for active duty. Um, and that's down like three or something. It's, it's like 650 instead of 647 from last year or something. Um, but they were right on the money. Like they, they, they publish a report, reports out. And um, I mean, you know, people might be like, oh, why do you care about reports? Well, it's like, I care about reports because we need to see where these numbers are at so we can see if our programs are working, right? If we don't know the number, if we don't have data to gather, then we, we don't know if the, our programs are working. And, and you know, we, it's a performance measure for us, right? It's a shitty one, but we need to know. Um, I just, I. Well, oh. we lost for a second. He's uh, on the road. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we do have a big problem going on. And, you know, to throw fuel onto the fire is here we go. We got, first off, the government shut the our, our country down, <laughs> told everybody, stay home stay home for you know months months on months and that created a lot of problems with our children uh with people uh marriages were destroyed because people were staying home with each other and they were used to having to go to work now they're like holy shit now i know who the freak you are you know i mean it created a big problem and now you know here we go having a lot of mental health issues all created from this Government really kind of doesn't want to 
um, show any ownership to this, you know, here we are funding, you know, other countries and helping all these other countries when, Hey, come spend a couple billion here in the mental health department. I mean, how many lives can we save here on our soil? You know what I mean? And we always want to go out there, you know, and, and go try to save the world. Well, we're not going to be good to anybody if we're over here in a broken world and all of our resources are being spread thin and we're not going to be able to help ourselves. You know, we're getting into trillions of dollars of debt. I mean, if I don't know if anybody knows that, but it's, it's the debt ceiling is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Something I don't think we'll ever recover from ever. But I mean, it's just, you know, and it's just sad and these kind of things create more issues for, you know, the veteran community, the homeless community, people who are sitting there needing and, and, and waiting in line for help, not being able to get the help they need. And, and you know, because here we are sending it off to some other place. Yeah. So we have, we have all these other places and we have all this other stuff going on. Right. But then we have people at home like Stacy and Dave that are sitting here and they're doing amazing things. So why don't we take the opportunity that Dave's home and, you know, hanging out, let's just, let's hear the full moxie of what they do. Right. Yep. Hey, sorry about that. My phone, I don't know what the hell happened. It rang and oh, you're good, <laughs> it's good. Hey, you're home now. It's all right. Military grade. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, man, we're just kind of talking about, you know, how much more kind of fuel is put onto the fire when all these new current events that are going on in the world and you're watching and you're hearing how much money is being sent out mm-hmm. and, and, and how much beneficial we could be from that money that's being sent out, even a fraction of it. You know what I mean? There are so many different agencies and and places that like that that can definitely need us our government shut us all down they created a mental health crisis you know by shutting the world down these kids are all now growing getting older and now we're starting to see the problems coming from it all you know it's here we are a couple years removed and we're still going to keep seeing this because they're all going to keep getting older you can see a little bit of the social anxiety and stuff like i i dropped my little six-year-old off who's a big part of this but he has older brothers and sisters and we didn't really shy away from people we still you know hung out and lived our life you know we weren't gonna live in fear we kind of respected it for like the first two weeks but when i started seeing stuff on the news and i was like and the whole thing with like taking your mask off when you sit down and eat at the restaurant and we got i can't i can't i can't just, just you know all the things that just you know, I was just like, I can't do this no more. I know. But so like, we didn't really play that, but you know, going to drop my kid off at school, I see these little dudes and, and girls just clinging to their parents. And there's so many of them you used to kind of see the, maybe here onesie twosies, but now there's so many of them. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of it because they stayed home for the first three to four years of their life, which is probably the most crucial time to kind of get yeah. them out and about and, and, and getting them to socialize and stuff with other kids and, and, and stuff like that. So it's just crazy. But anyways, you guys, let's talk more about 22 Mohawks. We got off on a little bit of a tangent. 
Yeah. No, I think those are great points, though. It did cause a huge um, spike in mental health issues with right. every, and you every guys... person, every human being, you know, for the most part, even if you weren't in, you know, whatever your side or take is on it. Right. So it's like you, you wear the mask and then you do that part if you don't and you don't want to go out either way. You're kind of dealing with such a different change in life that it's going to cause issues down the road. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, no, uh, good good stuff happening here. We uh we're going to be launching a um a crisis intervention stress management team. So this this month we have um six people that are going to be taking the uh the 3-day SISM course and uh we'll we'll have a local team and then we'll we'll be have, I I'm, I think you guys have talked to uh Tom Ettinger. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Sit rep 22. So he's actually, he's going through our course too. So he's going to be a SISM team lead. Um, God, I always forget what, what, where he is. Is he in Arkansas? Arkansas. Arkansas. Did I get Arkansas. it right? Yeah. Arkansas. He's in Arkansas. Arkansas? Yep. Yep. He is. You nailed we got, it. We got to hang out with him. Yeah, we yeah, we all got to meet at Hero Stock. It was yeah, yes. we wanted yeah. to get out there, we weren't able to. That's right. Yeah, That's you guys right. definitely gotta make it next year. You will. There's yeah. there's, there's gonna be several of them. There's gonna be several of them. I mean, I think uh there's one they're like June, July, uh, in September or something like that, but they'll all be like there's one in Tennessee. Um there's there's gonna be I think two in Nebraska. Nebraska um, will be the like main one, always be the main that's one. That's the yeah, that's There's basically be one the ones you want to go to. That's one yeah, in September, 20. usually. Yeah. The Nebraska one will be in September. I think he was talking that's basically gonna be the main one. Then there will be right. one in Nashville. He's gonna have they're having one in Missouri, Rolla, Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's great. That's and awesome. That somewhere expanding. somewhere else. I can't remember where else I'm brain partner right now. Tennessee, yeah. there's Missouri, and there's two, two in Nebraska. Gonna be there's in Nebraska. two in Nebraska. Yeah. Because there's going to be one in Harlan County Reservoir. And it's going to be like a, I think it's kind of be, going to be the weekend after 4th of July, if I remember right. It's going to be a huge deal. Don't it's worry. Be awesome. Before it's over, there'll be one in every state. So you'll be able to hit your, okay. you know, you'll, you'll have one to hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but great. anyhow, um, yeah. yeah, we got to meet Tom. Tom's awesome. Yeah. So he's going to be our team leader down in uh, Arkansas. Oh, and, that's uh, incredible. So hopefully he'll just, you know, teach and spread the word there. Yep. Um, but um, the, so we'll have that. And then, uh, gosh, what, what else is there? The, uh, oh, and then our, our, so the reason why that's important is because like, I think we talked off offline here was the, um, was just this time of year is so intense with like people going down, down the wrong path, you know? And yep. uh, like Stacy and I have both been on the phone late nights with people just calling us, whether it's, it's like somebody's uncle who like lives with a veteran that just doesn't know what to do. Like, and you, and you get the standard. I mean, you guys have heard it, right. Um, you know, I, I should have died with my guys or, you know, like my buddy got shot over there and I could have done something about it. Like it's, it's, it's the same, literally it's the same story from like when I get calls from people's families and then we'll get the calls from actual vets and we just know that they're not right. Like, it's like, dude, Steve, like, what's going on, man? Like, are you all right? And it's just, it's not the same person. And, um, you know, we have to, we're not clinicians. So like, we have to kind of figure out like, do we want to like, you know, have a bro conversation with this person and just kind of right. feel it out? Or do we need to kind of like escalate this to like a clinician or like a paramedic or something? And these past couple of weeks, we've had to actually three times we've had to escalate it. And it's, and it's tough too, because like, it's not the same person. And then that person's like mad at us. Right. Um, 
And then after they kind of come down, they, they don't even remember what they've even said. Like doctors will call us and be like, yeah, they don't even remember saying that stuff that they said, you know, like threats. Right. And it's like, oh man, we're just trying to help you out. But the, it's a testament to the fact that our dog program is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Because these guys with the dogs, they call us because they're like, oh, and I called Dave and Stacy. If I can't reach Dave, which my phone, I'd never answer it um, during the day. Um, they'll call Stacy, right? So they know they can call Dave or Stacy, and then Stacy will answer. And Stacy will text me. She'll be like, oh, I've been on the phone with, you know, Sergeant Smith for two hours now. I don't know if he's all right. You want to call him? And then we talk to him, and then we're like, oh, shit. But it's because we, gave, we, we paired them with a dog. Right. And we follow up with them and then we provide training. So we're like their neighborhood buddies. Right. So do you want to, you want to say anything about it? Yeah, it's definitely an intense time of year and, and keeping on track with people. That's like what Dave said that, you know, the 22 Mohawks family, it's, it's not about just like, here's a dog or, you know, thanks for coming to the event. It's, we really care. And it, it, you know, as we grow, it's not as easy to keep up with, you know, checking in with everybody. And my, my little Google spreadsheets aren't cutting it anymore, which is a good thing, but at the same time, um, getting more people to, to kind of step up that are, you know, trained, like Dave's getting the, the SISM, um, suicide prevention team type deal going on here, which is huge so that we can provide resources that are going to make a difference and going to change people. And, you know, the idea is to get to that place before they get to the crisis mode, right? right. To, to help that before it escalates even to that. Um, and I think for the people that are utilizing us and coming and showing up, I, I mean, I truly do believe that it's definitely making a difference on, on so many levels. So, I mean, it's just keeping and sustaining that as we grow. Said. that's great and you know it's 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 kind of a good timing for it this is kind of we're coming to the end of the year when the holidays are really starting to come up yeah. you know what i mean so uh the need for all that kind of stuff it, it it there's way more of a need kind of at the end of the towards the end of the year when people really start feeling lonely isolated yeah. don't have anybody because i mean always you know holidays tend to do that to a lot of people you know, especially if you're already in like a bad mindset, you know, when, when you're in a bad mindset, just like you said, you can say things you don't even remember saying, you can do things erratically. Um, it's just, man. So, I mean, that's great that you guys are doing, you know, taking a proactive, you know, uh, approach to it all. Yeah. Yeah. We, the preventative side of the house, right? Like PMCS. You guys are Marines. I don't know what they call it in the Marines, but we called it PMCS, preventive maintenance checks and services. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we just kind of adapt and overcome. They were like, you got problems? Good luck. Here's Suck it up. But yeah. So, you know, talk about more like you guys. So yeah. You guys definitely you, you've done stuff with dogs. Um, you guys are doing the yoga stuff. You guys uh, jump out of. You guys have jumped out of uh, planes and all that stuff too. Let's talk more about that kind of yeah. stuff too. Yep, yep. So we've extended that to two times a year. So it's going to be in September and in March. TJ, um, what's up, buddy? Hey, TJ. TJ, um, join in on the fun. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we've turned that in twice a year. We, and it's a lottery. So, you know, you can register on our website and, um, once you register, um, I think December one, we're going to call the names, give everybody enough time to get their flights. Um, so, so January one, yeah, we'll call all the names. Um, we'll call 20 names. Um, it, it's yeah, we have like a backlog of like a hundred veterans that have signed up for this, but so twice a year we go to Donnell in Florida, um, at X 35 national parachute training center. 
Um, we got Graham Jones, the senior jump master. We got Dave Kraz, WNR Bats. Those guys kind of like run the show down there. And uh, we've implemented uh, mental health one on one in group sessions. We've implemented yoga. We, we do financial classes and um, firearm safety is kind of like the, the pipeline. You know, we're in the process of kind of really improving it because so like Stacy and I will run those classes and then the schoolhouse does their thing, right? Like airborne school stuff. So like we're still in the growth phase. We got to like really, really get more efficient with it. But it's, um, you know, this last class that we had, we had two dads, one army dad, one Marine dad, and both their sons came, right? We kind of like rode the the Marines because he was a local guy. They got called in um, from this guy, Derek Goodwin, who actually jumped with us. He works at home base. And uh, we, we brought that up and made sure that his son got in because they're his sons, the Marines are one Navy, one Marine. And they were active duty. So we wanted to make sure that they got to jump together. Um, I don't think anyone would argue that one. But uh, yeah, so two dads, two sons. It was just like the really, it re- such a really cool thing. Like imagine going to like an airborne school with your dad. You get to jump with your dad. That's awesome. Super awesome. And, uh, you know, we're finding that the, you know, the more senior veterans, the the, the veterans that are a little bit older what are the ones that I'm really sure. like, you know, pull in and really gravitate towards the mission, suicide prevention. And I really want to give back. I mean, I guess they're at that phase of their life, right? When you think of that, that whole thing where they're just like, I want to give back. Um, so Ralph uh, Veltry down in, in New Jersey is uh, starting up a dog program for us through his VFW. He's the commander at the VFW. Uh, so awesome. starting up a dog program there. And then um, uh, Peter Kuparinsky, I always say his name wrong. He's going to be, he's doing a bunch of stuff for us. So he's going to be spearheading the jumps for us. So he's going to be a senior guy doing the jumps and uh, marketing that and stuff. So it's a, uh, it's just like super impactful. Like the jump is the jump. It changes people's lives. But then that, that like segues into everything else, like spreading the word about the dogs, which is like individual suicide prevention, you know? Um, so it's like the way that this is like really turning out is turning out to be like really, really cool. Sorry, I, like, no, no, no. I just get excited. Um, I got excited. Yeah. It's <laughs> like still. the whole we gave three dogs. To, we gave yeah, three yeah, dogs yeah. to the people that just came on the jumps with us. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's one of the guys in Illinois, Derek. Yeah, or, um, yeah Derek, right? Yep. Um, a guy in Illinois. Great name. Great name. Um, our first first responder who jumped with us came and got a dog from us, drove from New York. Um, so we actually had a first responder jump with us. Oh, that's wow. Pretty cool. Um, and then he ended up getting a dog with us. And then Stephen and Tim were there. Yep, Stephen and Tim were there, and they got dogs too from us. So it's uh, yeah, it's, it's just really cool to see like the connection and. You know, it's just every, everything that we're doing here, like all ties into one thing, which is like, I don't think there's any other organization that does parachuting and gives dogs like it's over and over again. Right. Like we just, it's repetitive. Um, so it's like a business, right? Like we just, that's our, that's our, our module, right? We just jump and we give dogs and it just, <laughs> that's really well, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, so when do you start parachuting with dogs? That's the next step, Derek. Like everybody we, we, keeps saying, everyone's that. Like, right. I want to jump my dog, and I'm like, my dog too. I'm doing it first, though. So you know what trips <laughs> me out is how many people still want to jump, man. I mean, is it a lot more army guys and army? I mean, I mean army than uh, marines. Because I'll tell you well, what, man. I know my ass. I have to look. I think it's almost like a- I actually think it's like so. A, the majority of guys that get dogs from us, guys and girls, are marines. Yeah. So like we have a oh, huge okay. marine presence here, getting dogs. Um, and jumping, I feel like it's a good bit of Marines that come down. And then, like, the guy – normally there's, like, two people that have already jumped and have their airborne wings. Um, but most of the people haven't jumped before. And the guys that have jumped are Army, right? Like, Army Airborne School is, like, 
part of like being infantry or being combat arms, right? It's like standard. Um, but yeah, a lot of the guys that haven't jumped, a lot of them are Marines, I would say. Would you say? Good bit of them. I feel like, yeah, I feel like we do have an influx of Marines. Yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, I've watched a lot of those like army fails of guys doing shooting and they're, they're parachuting down and like, you just see the guy, his shoot doesn't exactly uh, go off until like at the very end and he smacks the, <laughs> smacks the bottom dude. Like, Oh, yeah. Damn, he's gonna be getting a rating probably from that. Good luck. Oh, yeah. Not service connected. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Right off rip. What did you do? I was a paratrooper. Yeah, that's not service connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, brothers. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, we have. That Dave was just saying we had uh, two sets at this last jump mm -hmm. of um, dads with their sons. So I feel like this was her way of hinting oh, that Derek she wants to be my brother. Oh, yeah, and Derek and Damien. So two yep. other brothers did come down and jump. Derek and Damien jumped, and they were both Marines. And like, Derek, look at that, dude. Yeah, Derek, maybe you should jump, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like that was my mom's way of inside being like, I need you and your brother to jump and then maybe not use the shoot. Yeah, jump. So you go. guys do a lot of the jumps too, huh? Yeah. I yep. he, yeah, he, I, yeah, I usually, I will usually like jump. Yep. I'll tell you what, every time he jumps for some reason, like I, I feel like you always get like double, triple checked. There's always something. There's wrong. always something wrong. I don't know shoot. why. Like I'm watching them and I'm like, why, why are they have to always adjust crazy stuff? I'm not worried. Uh, reserve. Well, hey, at least there's a third check. You know what I mean? Hey, exactly. Double check, triple check. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. It's a lot of fun, though. No, it, it's a great time. So people can go on the website and we have the lottery open now. So you can go on and just register that way. Um, and then when we pull the names, yep. we'll, we'll do it. Um, yeah, go ahead and shoot out um, you guys' website and all the ways to get it, you know, so people can start contacting you guys. Yeah, it's just um, 22mohawks.com. So 22mohawks with an S.com. Under our events page has all of our events we have going on. If you go on to our, um, it says Pups for Vets, you can do a form there to, to sign up for a dog. So we do dogs in every state. Um, so people that aren't local to us, we have local training here in Sharon where we are, but if you're in a different state, what we'll do is we'll get you the pup and then we'll find some simple, basic obedience training near, near wherever you live. So we'll seek out different, um, training facilities and find a good match. And then we'll get you a round of basic obedience training, get you the pup and, um, set you up for success there. Yeah, TJ, definitely send some send some people our way, man, and uh, just have them tell them where you heard of us on um, on every day Saturday. You know, well, uh, so that way we know where we found you guys. But I appreciate that very much, TJ. And uh, uh, Bulletproof Podcast, our girl, the Ace, is saying to uh, Derek, you need to enter. So um, yeah, we get you. Both of you guys. you guys enter, you guys gotta let us know because we'll get you in. We'll yeah, dude, it. Derek, you do it, bro. We gotta I, know. I'd love to, man. I really would. I'd, I'll uh, tell you what, I'm out. I'm out. That makes. My feet stay on the ground, bro. I'll be like that guy watching. Fair enough. <laughs> Come hang out with me. Yeah, yeah right. I'll just sit there. I'm, I'm the speaking. one that eats the snacks and shit. I'll be sitting there waiting, eating the snacks. You know <laughs> what, I mean? yeah. what if you did fall out of a plane? Uh, what? Hypothetically speaking, what if you fell out of a plane? What if I fell out? Well, I'd be falling fast. <laughs> as long as you have an extension cord. That shit gets caught on everything, so you'll be fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, I mean, my luck though, I'd probably find that <laughs> that open space where it just falls straight to the ground. You know what I mean? That's if right. I keep my key lanyard yeah. out of my pocket, I will get caught on something. I guarantee it. Exactly. Exactly. I'll that's definitely cool. let him know, TJ, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. All awesome. right. We we get well, um, uh, 
we got What's one that? more event too. Uh, we have a the we teamed up with the Boston Bruins Foundation. So wow, uh, nice. last year we did this too. We're mm -hmm. one of their charities for a large event here in Boston. It's the day of event is January 28th, and it's called the Be Fit Challenge. But um, it's not a fitness challenge per se. It's more of a fundraising kind of community building event. However, the day of event um, is January 28th. But if anybody wants to register, that's also on our website, and they have a virtual week event prior where you just get a tracker for your steps. Um, it's really focused on veterans, military, yeah. police, um, so first responders, all that, firefighters, um, EMTs, everything like that. And basically, they just create um, a really great community of supporting these charities and other nonprofits that do kind of similar things for whatever division they're in. And so if anybody wants to sign up on that, we're, it's on the website. If you register, you just click 22 Mohawks. That'll be the charity that you climb for. And you can do a virtual where you just like walk around or climb stairs. And you People get competitive. Stairs. Um, but if you're local, you can actually go to the TD Garden and get a Mohawk. So we have a barber oh, yeah, coming in. Yeah. They're doing a Mohawk on yeah, Center yeah. Ice or Center uh, Court, Four. right? Yeah. Um, so we're doing Mohawks on Center Court of the Garden. And um, and then everyone will just like climb the stairs. You'll go in waves. You'll climb all the stairs in the Boston Garden for to raise money. I think I think they Did request they request yeah. that you raise three hundred bucks per person. Um, but they you know the feds won't come to your house if you don't raise that much money. <laughs> <laughs> but we may. But we may we no, may not. With they're, they're already busy with yeah, this stuff no, anyways right now. It's super fun. It's yeah. super fun. I, I, I like Sandy. the idea of Dave showing up at your door and Stacy and just being like. It wasn't with the buzzers. <laughs> you have to get a mohawk now because you didn't raise three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I could probably use a mohawk right now. I need a haircut, man. Grow a fat beard and just get a mohawk. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, it's rough, dude. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, man, you got a good set. Oh, you're yeah, ready you know for you just it. Set yourself uh, up you for are, right there. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, look at this. That's a perfect yeah. mohawk. That's a, oh, it's crazy beard. right now, man. You're getting a negative mohawk. Oh, it's rough, man, right now. <laughs> I know. I, Seriously, I look homeless. I look homeless. Uh, Captain Crunch or something. Oh, shit. All right. You guys uh, you guys want to share anything else about 22 Mohawks before we get into the next part, which is uh, this: we do hypotheticals and we ask you the most hardest questions you could have ever imagined and embarrass you. No, I'm just I'll kidding. share one thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, coming ahead. in the holidays, right? Yeah. It's tough. It's tough for people. You know, so if you... You know, reach out to your buddies or, you know, don't be afraid to call Dave and Stacy at 22 Mohawks, right? Like everyone goes through tough times this time of year. And I just, I, I hate to, I hate to see people thinking that they're alone during this time. So if you, if you need something, please reach out to us or um, anything at all, reach out to us or reach out to your buddies if you think they need something. So yeah, all of us on here, you know, everybody's, uh, <laughs> read, you know, we're all available, you know, that goes for it, you know, anybody out there. You know, that's what these podcasts, you know, are all about bringing us together, trying to reconnect, get the community, you know, let you know you're not alone out there. You know, you're not you're not crazy all by yourself. There's a whole bunch of crazies all, out there crazy. and where some of us are functional crazy, that's right. you know, so <laughs> we appear functional controlled crazy. chaos. <laughs> right. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and get into the next part. This is kind of going to be a little bit of fun. It was Halloween yesterday, so it's going to be kind of a centralized around Halloween. Wacky Wednesdays. Let's get hypothetical. Where did that rat come from? He must have brought it in with him. Damn it! Man, is he dumb. Where do they get these subjects? He's a little too well-fed to be a wino. Hey, what's that? 
Zoom in on Section 8. Rotate 20 degrees. Mr. Simpson, I'm afraid you have a crayon lodged in your brain. There's a crayon in my brain? <laughs> yeah, we love our crayons here on uh, Wacky Wednesdays. Crayons and dogs, man. I'm just, I'm getting some puppies. Joey, right what now. up, buddy? And TJ, yes, you're right. It's all about being there for our brothers and sisters. And, uh, you know, that's what, you know, everybody's got a great community. TJ has a community. They uh, you promote, you know, cannabis and as an alternative method, growing your own medicine and stuff like that, teaching you how to do it healthy and all those things. So um, he has a great community as well. So I love uh, being in contact with all these different communities. So there's definitely a community out there for everybody. You know what I mean? So and if there's not make one shoot, man, this is like, you know, make a club. <laughs> exactly. Creative. <clears throat> I like it. Make one. Mm -hmm. Right. Here we go. All right, so if you could transform into any mythical creature on Halloween night, what would you choose and why? Stacy and Dave. Creature. Dragon. Um, I like that. Yeah. Um, I just... I already know. The Invisible Man, a mythical creature? Because that's a unicorn? exactly what I... I like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Invisible Man, all right. Derek? Mothman for sure. He's got a great butt. I think probably. <laughs> I think. I think. I think you go Mothman. He's got a great butt. He's he's just out there getting lights and stuff. You know what I mean? Chasing lights. I think it wouldn't be a vampire. You know what I mean? I definitely would want to be a vampire. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, you know why vampires always bite you in the neck? Vampires is mythical. I think of them as like when I think mythical, I think like a. I don't know. Well, why do they bite you in the neck? What? Because they're <laughs> neck romancers. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I don't get that one. <laughs> Romancers, man. Neck uh, romancer. Ah, uh, got it. No, I don't. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> okay, uh, jokes out here, man. So if you had to choose between chocolate candy or some fruity candy, Oof. what would you choose? So when we were talking earlier about the um, the four pound bag of candy, I can't get that off my mind here. I was thinking like, yeah, like I'd always go to Reese's peanut butter cups, right? Would be like my go to. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, on like the fruity side, it would be like Skittles, right? Yeah. So it was kind of a tough call between those. But like Skittles, you know, during the day, I could just bang out a couple of Skittles while I'm like working, right? <laughs> Did but you I'm hear like, they're banning Skittles? Uh, Sorry for myself, I'd like eat like Reese's or something. You know what I mean? Well, California is banning everything. Yeah. Did you, you hear they're banning the Skittles red, right? because of the red? I know. Yeah, so they didn't, you just, I mean, that's a California thing, bro. I'm like, what? I've been <laughs> eating Skittles all my life. Come on, man. Is there like a weird I guess so. Something with the red dye. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's California. Yeah, it California so just, they just banned red dye number four or whatever, 40. So it, that is a strictly California thing. Uh, wow. Nebraska's out here. We're eating all our red dyes. We're doing that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no skittles yeah. here no more. Like everybody's yeah, taking all our skittles I mean? now. Damn. Like, <sighs> like I take damn. dye and I just squirt that in my mouth. Like, I don't get problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Stacy, what are you? Are you a fruity or a chocolate person, Stacy? Um, I would go with the chocolate. 
chocolate all right what about you derek oh for sure reese's all day dude yeah see i'm 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 with dave on this part because i'm a reese's buttercup too but like i like skittles i like mike and ike's i mean i like these uh these little ropes that they made like oh man i don't know there's a lot of little fruit things that i like so i don't know that would be rough for me i think i at the end of the day i would go with the fruit stuff yeah yeah. i'll quote shane gillis that's kind of gay man (laughs) well hey (laughs) hey i'm okay with it taste a rainbow (laughs) gonna have to deepen it up a little bit now (laughs) just because i like fruity candle fruity candies and candles i like fruity candles too i ain't gonna lie Hot tamales, yeah. yeah. That's apparently the number one candy in in Nebraska, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, apparently, man. I, I don't know. I can't do it. I think as long as it's not Tootsie Rolls or something, man, I can't do Tootsie Rolls. I think I got burnt out as kids. No, man, I think I got burnt out as a kid. But now that they made the flavor ones, like they got like orange and uh, yeah, I don't mind those ones. Good, those are good. Team I, York uh, peppermint. What? Oh, yeah, nah. Can't do those ones. Oh, I can do York peppermint, Patty. I can't nah. do M Ms. Oddly enough, I can't do M Ms. I, I really? ate too many. Yeah, I ate too many as a kid. I threw up on them. Can't do them. That's me with red vines, licorice. I could do Which black licorice, but I can't do red vines. Huh. I ate a whole I, I box of them when I was a kid. Yeah, and then you throw up, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Dude. I drink too much. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, I did that with Secret 7. Don't give me on that level. I mean, that's a whole different topic. All right, so I think we pretty much covered all that. If you could create a brand new Halloween tradition, what would it be? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, that one does make you have to think a little bit. This is like a really difficult question, Brian. I may have to uh, phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. Re- yeah, got uh, three three options here. I don't know. Um, I mean, Halloween pretty much does it. You get dressed up in weird shit. You go to strangers' houses, collect candy. Like, oh man, I know. I'm just thinking, like, all this weird shit's going through my head. Like, create, like, a pumpkin tree, like, with, like, all weird, like, I don't know. That's where my brain goes. I have no idea. Pumpkin tree? Like, a pumpkin tree. Like, That'd be cool. Yeah, Different. or you know what? Now we do watermelons. We start carving watermelons. Watch your mouth, and, Tom. you know, we're going to start doing watermelons. <laughs> Carve watermelons. Ooh, watermelons, yeah. Carving watermelons. That's a great idea. You're on to something. but. Yeah. Wait, are watermelons in season then? Maybe, yeah, just come out. I don't know, actually. They always are. I mean, sure, nowadays, yeah. they, the way they, oh, they can just make it labs, right. you know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> well, they got the big ones now. Yeah, I like that one though. I know, just do that. Smoke, is a good so, one, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always on a Saturday. <laughs> now, half the fun's being going out, trick or treating, being late for school because you, you, you yeah. ate too much candy and you're a turd. Yeah. yeah exactly like that's half the fun man you know i know yeah. that is a good that is a lot or back when we were little like those plastic costumes you can like smell them and you had that like oh, yeah. thing on your head with the yeah. like oh and you'd always smack yourself with that stupid yeah you always smack yourself with that stupid string yeah. that always or it always break off by the end of the night oh, you don't yeah. have your mask no yes. more yes yes the elastic. Or your parents are trying to tie it you know <laughs> i'm tie it on Halloween. We oh had a chandelier in my living room, in my kitchen, above my kitchen table, and me and my sister was swinging from it, and the chandelier fell 
off the off the uh, ceiling, hit the table, put a dent in the ceiling. She's like, she wouldn't let us go for Halloween. But I always so, remember, and I always remember looking at the dent in the table forever. Like she ruined my Halloween that year. If you didn't have a Kmart custom, that <laughs> 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 Kmart was a spot for Halloween costumes. Man, back I love in the Kmart. Day, Kmart dude. was great, dude. <laughs> that was the spot, like man. Bradley's. They shut a whole <laughs> bunch Bradley's of them down. Right. We used to go to Kmart. No kidding. Um, I remember one time I was like a little Mickey Mouse. You know, or the mighty mouse with the cape. Oh my gosh, with that same exact thing that you're talking about—that yeah. mask with the sneaking yep. wire that smacks you. Yeah. Huh. And then you know what's funny is, so my parent, well, my mom, was Christian. So some years it was Harvest Festival, and some years it was we were Halloween. We could go trick or treating, just depending on how how holy she felt that year. I think yeah. so. You know, uh, sometimes. I was going to the church and and uh, not allowed to really dress up, and then sometimes it was full on. Hey, we're we're going full fling with this. So, you want to oh, dress as a murderer and go into the church? Yeah, they are so scary looking now. Yeah, they are, man. They do come out pretty gory with these uh, masks and stuff that they got. All right, if you were a ghost, where would you haunt and why? I'd be a happy ghost. Oh, I would be that kind. Cause see, I feel like a ghost mess with me all the time and loses my shit, like my keys <laughs> or my cell phone. That's you your know? ego that hides. I, I'll tell you that you know. I tell you, I feel like a ghost is doing that. That's the kind of ghost I would be like. I would make someone just lose their mind every day. Like, I swear to God, I put my keys there. Nope, they're over there. You know? I know. I know where I wouldn't haunt. And it would be an abandoned building in the middle of nowhere. I definitely right. You yeah. never see anybody. You lose your mind. <laughs> How fun is that? You know, at that point in time, yeah. like, hey, bro, I didn't come here to be a ghost for nothing. Exactly. You know, <laughs> come out. You're sitting there with like crossed arms. You're pissed I'll, off like, all the time. I like, seen one in a hundred years. Like, yeah, they sit there and like you get you get duty just like back in the day. Like, hey, uh. You're going over here to this abandoned warehouse. Yeah. Here's your orders. You're like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're the ghost guarding yeah. nothing. All right. You got Firewatch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the ghost of the. Uh, here we go. Would you spend an entire night alone at a well-known haunted graveyard? Definitely. No. Every freaking time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll be honest, no with hesitation. You. I would go do that. Like I'd do that anyway. You ain't yeah. gonna ask me. I was gonna yeah. do it. I think yeah. I would probably start. Like I, I would try it, but I would mind fuck myself out of it. Like w- midway through, like I hear some crazy boat. I'm gone and just start Dude, running. Just all and don't we'll look be like, behind. You know now. what I mean? Let's you never look go. back. It'll be like Scooby and the gang. We'll have a good time, man. It'll be fun. <laughs> hey, Scoop. Come on. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, man. Not here we awesome. go. Uh, all right. We got a couple more we can do here. Got about five more minutes. What is your favorite horror film? Yeah. Like we were talking before, Brian. I love, uh, I love Freddy. Freddy was like the oh, whole series. Yes. Elm yeah. Street, uh, dude. Yeah. Those new Exorcist movies are pretty good. That's what I, I we just say. saw that That's today. Actually, we just saw the newest one out today. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. 
Yeah, that's actually what I was gonna go with. I was gonna say probably the Exorcist of Emily Rose. I don't know that stuff actually like genuinely kind of gets to me. The original Exorcist was really good though too, man. It was, yeah, yeah. Like it was incredible. Its time was so good. Yeah. The lady that did the voice for uh, the uh, girl that gets uh, possessed, she like had to quit, give up sobriety. She started drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes like three packs a day to get her voice that raspy. Wow, dude! I, think I just I just learned this like two yeah, months ago. Serious commitment. She's like, I'm gonna yeah. get for this yeah. role. Yeah, I think she ended up getting an award for it. But in the oh, the, act, the actress that played the girl, uh, she was up for like an oh, Emmy or something, geez. and uh, it was it was great because they were like, yeah, she did such a good job on that bed. Well, she got injured on the bed because the bed was mechanic and it kept like shaking <laughs> and doing that thing. And she ended up getting injured on it, but their like really? safe word was like, say, just just say stop. So she's on <laughs> this bed doing, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like so she's on this bed, like acting like she's supposed to be like, you know, on a bed that's shaking and she's no longer acting, she's bro. Like, it's really she's happening. Like, stop. And they're like, Yeah, you're doing great. That's perfect, man. You know, like this is awesome. And then yeah, it just wow. kept going. And then yeah, so she ended up getting hurt doing that. But that whole exercise yeah. movie is a crazy you know all like, the behind the scenes. I know I love Yeah, it's stuff. a whole crazy deal. I, I was listening to a whole like six hours on it for no reason. Oh, so, that's pretty cool though. I like shit like that. Six yeah, me too. Yeah, it was it was stupid. I've because I've listened to a couple things on it. And you get I always, sucked in, and then your eyes are bleeding, and yeah, like, then I'm just like, yeah, it's all right, man. Yeah. So then I'm sitting there looking like that statue with an un. Yeah, the blood's coming out of my eyes. I'm just like, this is fascinating. And then you know, oh, okay, we could go to the uh, the cemetery at night and just listen to that shit. It'd be awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> I should, man. I know. With skittles, we used to actually have like Lucy's. a some skittles. <laughs> one of the local, one of those local myths. We have like a statue out front of. Uh, my grandma's cemetery and they used to say if you go park up on dodge hill and you put your lights on the statue on halloween night or whatever you'll see the statue move and that's the thing for years i haven't seen it ever move, but you know you're like i've sat out there for hours and it never moved i had nothing to do for a year I sat unless out you're there, on some you good know? shrooms or something bro <laughs> you know it could be like wow <laughs> <laughs> like wait a second you're supposed to do those shrooms over there before it goes down <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That usually helps, you know. <laughs> then you start you you yeah, you see everything then. Uh, well, uh, for me, paranormal activity is kind of a trippy one because it has like house sounds and stuff like that. Like the you can hear the refrigerator and like all the sounds that you kind of hear at your house when you're just sitting there by yourself. So, you know, uh, paranormal activities are good ones for me. That was that was a good series too. I, I like paranormal activity. Like if I was to go with the new ones, but even like I I'm, I'm a big Elm Street fan too. I mean, yep. like all those like even it, uh, Child's oh, Play, yeah. all those back in the day. They're all kind of you know getting a little corny with them now, but back in the day, oh man, eighties had some good movies. Definitely, they really did. Yeah, they really did. All right. Have you ever participated in a Halloween trick like TPing a house? Yes. I don't think I have. I've egged stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah, definitely done some egging and stuff like that. Ooh, Sounds of the Lamb. Sounds of the Lamb. Ooh, that yeah. one's that's crazy. That's a I've wicked good movie. That. David, what's up, buddy? Tonto, welcome in, man. Children of the Corn. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, yes, that's a Stephen Ooh, King, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephen yep. King. Stephen King, King always had some good yeah. ones. Good old three, four-hour movies, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, keep it. you in and keep them in. They'd have like those, like uh, 
what's that one uh the stand or something like that? It's like four pa- four parts or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, those were good. All right, let's see. We got a uh, we'll just do one more real quick. Then we'll go ahead and pop it off. Would you rather walk through a haunted house or would you rather be an actor inside the haunted house? Walk through. Be an actor. Walk through. Yeah. I think I like walk to scare through, the shit out sure. of people, man. Yeah, I think, you know, but I have to have like a GoPro on or something because I just <laughs> would have to you know, let's just see the, the aftermath of it all. Like have yeah. you guys heard of um the um the story No End House? Ah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Google, if you, you know, want to scare the shit out of yourself at night before you go to bed, Google the um, no end house in read. Right. It's probably like a 10 to 15 minute read, but it's will scare the life out of you. And it's literally about a haunted house and like walking through each room in the house. It's, it's an, it's awesome. Like you'll read it and you'll message me and be like, dude, that was the most badass shit I've ever read, but it'll scare it's the on creepy pasta that we pasta. Yep. Sure yeah, is. There we go. Yep. Dang, so right. good. Well, you guys are turning me on to something. I, I love all that stuff. So. Yeah, it's too, so man. good. Creepy pasta is awesome. There's such good stuff on there. I do love creepy pasta. You can't yeah. go wrong with creepy pasta. Right now, I'm gonna be <laughs> checking creepy pasta out. Another thing to listen to. <laughs> all right. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on and taking the time and talk all about 22 Mohawks. Uh, everybody out there, please go out there, give these guys, go check them out. Go like them, follow them, share it out with everybody. Let them know they're out there helping the veteran community and see how you can help them as well. Help the veteran community because uh, they always can use the help helping people. Uh, nonprofits can definitely, that's how they get by is is by helping, get, getting help from others. So, Derek, you got any last thoughts, dude? No, nah, man. Uh, I just, you know, I love Dave and Stacy. I think you guys are amazing. I always enjoy talking to you guys and getting to hear what's going on with you guys and everything that's going on. And, uh, you know, here's, oh, yeah, we're big fans, you know, doing everything that you guys are doing. Keep doing what you're doing and, you know, share, we night. share, share, share all the stuff we can about you guys because, uh, you guys are out there doing great things and we appreciate it. So. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having us on as always. It's always a, a fun conversation for sure. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I love it, man. You guys are definitely like family. I hope, you know, one day we all get to hang out, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, will. you we know, have that big I like hang out. Lincoln it's a great time. Stuff. So that would be really crazy. You got to get Tommy Ettinger out there too, right, Tommy? Oh, yeah. We're going to get I him out Tom. there. I'm so fun. <laughs> you mean, <laughs> you mean Scotty Hastings? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah, dude. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, David's going to be out there in the rodeo. Sweet. And I hope he's going to be able to share it out so we can all watch it. That's going to be awesome. Awesome. He is a big supporter of all the podcast shows out there. And he's actually uh, supporting um, Carol Stock, Wills for Warriors, and Deuce Outfitters. If, you know, he's putting his the patch on while he uh, rides bulls, man. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. He's oh, cool. a badass veteran out there that. doing it. Yep. Yep. That's great. The Military Rodeo. Yep. See? That boy, Tano. Keep getting it, man. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. Yes, sir. It's some balls right there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that wraps up another great one. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys taking the time to share everything, and uh, we'll keep in touch and uh, definitely keep sharing everything that you guys are doing with uh, the big population. So, thanks, thank Jensen. you guys. Appreciate you guys, it. guys Thanks, appreciate Brian. It. Good to see All you guys. Right. See Bye. ya.